You are listening to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. This is our midweek, a quiet life podcast that focuses on living a quiet life, mind your own affairs, work with your hands, and be dependent upon nobody. For more information, visit us at thepursuitofmanliness.com. So we've been spending the last few months talking about this idea of a quiet life. Aspire to live a quiet life, mind your own affairs, work with your hands, be dependent upon nobody. And that's resonated with a lot of men. That's resonated with a lot of men, a lot of guys I've heard from. Um, you see the guys that, that engage in these episodes, the guys that buy the a quiet life gear. I mean, it's, it's resonated with a, a lot of guys. And I think it's because that's our wiring. We want to live a quiet life. We want to mind our own business. We want to work hard, work with our hands, be dependent upon nobody. And we said, listen, this quiet life idea is not going to, you know, live in the woods by yourself and or going in the house and shut the garage door, pull the blinds down, or, you know, walk around all the time with headphones on, checking out from the world. I mean, there, there's times to do that, absolutely. But God's called us to go to people, evangelize the lost, make disciples, share the gospel. I mean, everything's people related. So if we're going to be effective in this life, we're going to have to be around people, uh, at least on a regular basis. And a lot of you are. You work with people, you you have families, jobs, neighbors, whatever. So you get that. And that's what we're trying to work through. Like, what does this quiet life look like? Don't miss the first word there. Aspire to live a quiet life. Now, depending on your translation you read, it's going to look a little different. Make your best effort or whatever. But for this, let's look at the word aspire. It's the idea of, of seeing a target, seeing something you're aiming at, and you're, you're, you're diligently going after it. You're going to relentlessly pursue that. So we're saying we are going to relentlessly pursue a quiet life. What does a quiet life look like? Work with your hands, mind your own affairs, right? Like we, That's what we're talking about. But I don't want to overlook that word aspire because I just believe... I just believe there's a lot of guys who are leaving a lot of effort on the table each day. If we're not careful, we will become climate-controlled men of God. I'm not talking about working indoors. What I'm talking about is we are willing to be men of God as long as the climate is conducive to being a man of God. And when it's not, or we want to check out, or we don't feel good, or we're tired, or we're hungry, or we didn't have something new, or we didn't get the latest whatever, and then we kind of just, just fade to the back or just disappear for a while, there is nowhere in Scripture you're going to find justification for that. You just, you just don't. So we become climate-controlled men of God. As long as the climate is right, as long as I got the right people around me, as long as I have the right friends, as long as I have the right whatever, then I'm good. But when I don't, then I begin to check out. And what happens is we become a fraud. What happens is we become to have a, have a faith that we say we believe, we say we're about God, we say we're about Scripture, but when the wind blows one way or the other that isn't conducive with what our current climate we desire is, what happens is our faith just dissolves. And so, so those who are watching us from a distance are saying, if that's what it is, I don't want a part of it. I just believe if there's anybody on the planet that should possess a little more grit, a little more fortitude, a little bit more effort, I just think it's men of God. I just think it's Christian guys. Christian men should be exerting the most effort in every arena of life. 
I just think we're, I think we're phoning it in. I think we're phoning it in. I think we're leaving a lot of effort on the table. You just have to decide, no, it's worth it. I'm going to do what needs to be done as long as it needs to be done. I'm going to take a Sabbath rest. I'm going to be intentional about my rest. A lot of you guys aren't intentional about your rest. So you run and run or you do and you do these all these you know selfish pursuits or whatever the Little League told you to do or whatever the HOA told you to do. You do all these things. You never intentionally Sabbath rest and you wonder why you burn out. You wonder why you don't have any effort to give because you're misusing your time. Sun goes down at night. That day's over. Sun comes up in the morning, it's go time. And you go and you go and you go as long as you need to go. And then you sun goes down, that day's over. When you get to your Sabbath, you want to do it, take it on Saturday, you want to take it on Thursday, I don't care. Take a Sabbath rest, you reset your mind, you reset your body, get your heart right, get your perspective right. You eat good food, you get good rest, you drink a ton of water, you get around good men of God. Oh, something's going to change. I'll give you an example. I just went to an event called Christ in Youth. It was in Johnson, Johnson University, Knoxville, Tennessee area. And uh, here it's, it's basically like a week-long church camp on steroids. Okay, I've done church camp for years. Um, I've done CIYs for years. I've done these events for a long time. So I know how they go. I know how to pack. And so I brought my own coffee maker. I knew for me, I'm rolling the dice never when it comes to what kind of coffee are we going to have. I want to be in control of that. So I brought my Armor Nation coffee. I brought my coffee maker. I set it up in my dorm room that I was staying for the week. Every meal, you got to wait in line. I'm 46 years old. I don't wait in line for food, but I did for that week. You go to sessions of worship and teaching, and there's small groups, and there's all these different things. And, man, there's times you're just running on fumes. But I knew a couple things. Number one, in the morning, I had my black coffee. I knew like, I'm going to drink it as right how it comes out of the tap. Number two, at night, Bose noise-canceling headphones. So I knew that rhythm. I knew in the morning... Coffee out of the tap. At night, noise-canceling headphones. Throughout the day, you show up. You show up. You, you go where you need to go. You do what you need to do. And you say, yeah, big deal. It's a week-long thing. It's fun. It's whatever. That's, that's true. You drive home. You're tired. You're exhausted. You smell bad. All those things. And uh, Sunday morning, got home Saturday. Got home Sunday morning, 8 a.m., men's breakfast. I was a speaker. At 10 o'clock, I was the preacher. You say, that's what you get paid to do. That's right. Today I did a funeral. Tomorrow night I do marriage counseling. Here's the deal. You create rhythms in life. You create things like coffee. You create things like getting in the word. You create things like noise-canceling headphones if that's what you need to do. And you know I can go as hard as I need to go for as long as I need to go knowing that there is a rest at the end of that, an intentional rest. I didn't get on Netflix and mindlessly watch things. I didn't lay in bed at night. And watch television for hours. I didn't need to. No, I'm going to be intentional with that, knowing that I'm going to go hard because I need to answer the bell. I need to do what needs to be done. And listen, you can do the same thing too. You can do the exact same thing too. You can give your maximum effort all day long at your job. You give your maximum effort all day long when you get home with your wife and kids, whoever you need to show up for. Say, I'm not going to be the martyr. I'm going to aspire. I'm not going to be the martyr. I'm going to aspire. I'm going to aspire for more, for better. I'm going to answer the bell even if no one else does. I'm going to answer the bell when those who don't answer the bell. I'm going to answer the bell for those who choose not to do it. There's a lot of people that would have folded a lot earlier in some of the things I just said. There's people that have gone to those things, church camp weeks, whatever, and you need a few days to recover. No. 
14 hours later, we're back at it. We're going at it again because that's what you do. A man of God shows up. And I don't just show up, but I'm gonna, my presence is going to mean something. My presence is going to add value. Why? Because I'm aspiring to this. 2 Peter chapter 1. He writes this in verse 5. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith. Make every effort. The question is, are you making every effort? He doesn't say, make some effort. He doesn't say, when the climate's correct. He doesn't say, when culture is nice to us. He doesn't say, when your wife loves you, extra special. No, he says, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and with virtue with knowledge, knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. But if these qualities are yours and are increasing and they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, I don't know about you, but I do not want to be ineffective or unfaithful. I want to be a guy who spends every day aspiring so that when the bell rings and we need to show up, we can be counted on. I'm going to tell you right now, you can count on me. You can count on me. I'm going to give my best effort in whatever spot. I don't have to be the most talented. I don't have to be the smartest. None of those things. I will give you my best effort. There's a lot of guys in this world, you cannot count on them. There's a lot of guys in this world that fold too easy. There's a lot of guys in this world that they're just wimpy. They're just wimpy. And it doesn't take much for them to be the martyr, to be the victim, to be the one that checks out, to be the guy that doesn't show up, to be the guy who tries to get out of things. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't take a lot for that to happen. We're better than that, right? You're better than that. I'm better than that. If there's anybody on the planet who should give maximum effort, who should aspire to something... I just think it's men of God, don't you? Hey guys, think about that. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Thank you for listening to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast. If you would, make sure to visit iTunes and leave a five-star review to let others know what you think of this show. When you get a chance, make sure to visit thepursuitofmanliness.com to see what is available in the gear store, find more information out about Tribe, and much more. Thanks for listening, and let's keep pursuing biblical manliness. Manliness.